All right, guys, you already know it's Buds and Bruce is back again with you. This week, we're going to be talking about the fight announcements that Dana White just made. We're going to hit Fedor's retirement. We're going to talk a little bit about the Lewis versus Spivak fight night that's going to be happening at midnight. And as always, I'm here with Waterboy Dom Terry DT, our fight odds analyst, Samoa Joe. We're here with Harlem. We're here with the chief, Josh Harris. No pickles, Cal. Me, Louis V, and of course, Zach. So Zach, or not Zach, sorry, Josh, lead us into it. You want to hit us with our first topic, these fight announcements that we heard Dana make? Uh, Yes, I guess. I mean, like we heard um, like quite a few like announcements slash speculation fights. Ooh, that's a good idea, Joe. I think you should do that, too. You'd start with oh. um, Alex Pereira versus Israel Adesanya 2 or 4, depending on how you count it. Um, I thought that Izzy was going to take some time before he went for the rematch. Well, he did say. That's what he said after the and fight. I'm very, I'm very surprised to hear this happening so quick with no fights for either of them in between. Uh, I kind of thought that Alex might go up to 205. Um, for Jamal. For Jamal, for also like student, you know, trains with Glover, so that's you know a storyline right there. But no, he is staying at 185. He's staying to fight and defend his first title defense against a man he's beaten thrice, twice by knockout. You know, that, it, it didn't it didn't surprise me necessarily. I do think he wants Jamal Hill. I agree with that. Um, you know what? A, they already said what a storybook career that would be you win the title against your old adversary go up defend your mentor um but i think before he leaves that division he's got to defend that title and i do think you have to give it to izzy because if you go back and watch the fight and i understand how it ended but izzy was winning the fight on the the scorecards yeah it's the it was the same as when uh it was yuri and glover glover was arguably winning the fight but then in the last round, he he gets that last round sub and wins the belt. So kind of same where he gets the stoppage. Alex takes the belt. I, I'm interested to see how Izzy's going to look this fight. Because what's failed him, and he's failed him every time when he's fought Alex, is he starts off the fight bouncing around doing his normal style. And then once he stops that and he goes for the... Anderson Silva, cool guy, hey man. you know, Kung Fu dodge off the cage. That's when he gets clipped. Once you get, That's when he goes down. Once and you I get kicked in that, that nerve, though, dude, it shuts your legs off. It's tough, dude. It I, shuts your legs off. I, I, uh, that's when he gets clipped. I got to say, though, man, like, love him or hate him, that guy handles this loss better than anybody. Like, he could be getting chewed alive right now. He's lost to the guy three times. Three times the guy comes into his his company that he's now a part of and once again takes everything he has. And I respect the balls on him to want to do it again. You know, he's already left a pretty good legacy, believe it or not, in the middleweight division, the UFC. You know, I just personally feel like is he's never going to get appreciated as good as as he should? And that's because he started Boy. playing the John Jones game, Boy. except he wasn't good at it. He got just do enough to win versus the Israel Adesanya that was knocking out Whitaker. I mean, I don't know. I think I just think Izzy's kind of taking the fight when he is because he didn't want to get passed. Like Whitaker, like Whitaker and Alex already said, like. But I mean, with that many title defenses, he is owed the first crack. Disagree. If, Disagree. He's, if he says he wants to take time off, then that's on him. Did, yeah. Is that yeah. if the champion? What he said, he did in his post-fight interview. He said he wanted to take some time to, to figure out stuff with his personal life. And then they said, "Hey, Izzy, do you want this fight paycheck?" And Izzy goes, "You know what? I don't think I need that much time." I think Izzy was in jeopardy of getting passed, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to get passed, yep. so he's taking the fight at an earlier time to not get passed. And I mean, but I I think that's the smarter route. I don't even necessarily think it's about money. 
I think Israel Adesanya knows that his style, how he fights, I don't think he's a long-term fighter. I think he's not going to have a career like John Jones this long in the UFC. But this is his crack. This is his chance. I don't know if he does it, but man, you, I gotta, res- I gotta respect the dog in him. Like everything is on his shoulders now. Like he, yeah, he's dude. really got to be feeling it. And if he goes out there and does something amazing against Pajera, um, I think cool. that would just be spectacular. Cool. He's one in three. No, I, I, I mean, I agree. But what it shows me more or less is that. To come back from that kind of fucking defeat, that's heart wrenching, like absolutely heart wrenching. A dude showed up in a mink coat to the to the presser, you know. I just gotta respect him. You can not like him, but I respect the fuck out of him. Actually, I think people think he's owed much more than he is. He pretty much left I agree. the middleweight division. All fine, great. I get, it depends, you know, how, how impressive was the middleweight division at that time. It is a different question, but he still managed to beat all of them. Absolutely. No, twice. no, no question. No question about he it. Can't I go mean, up. he tried to go he, up yeah. to two or to, <laughs> he didn't beat Cannonier twice. He, he fought Yana at 205 for the belt. Yeah. yeah he was, and he, but he tried, he tried to go up because he was done. There was no other threat in the division. He, I don't want to say he got complacent, but. He was beating these guys pretty handedly. Like you said, he might have coasted to the end, but he was beating them very well to the point where there was really no other threat. So maybe he, uh, you know, he didn't realize how much fighting Alex Pereira would be difficult. And he looked spectacular through those four rounds, but you got to look perfect for all of the rounds if you're going to beat Alex. And Man, that's, that that's first round, order. though, that first round where he uh, definitely cracked him at least once after the bell. Even yeah. Though, even yeah. though it was a combo, he definitely uh, got away with that, but he fucking he stunned him there. He did. Yeah, but, I mean, dude, you give – you stun a guy like that at the end of a round and give him 30 seconds to recover. Oh, yeah. 30 seconds to recover for yeah, without a doubt. Is, is the whole championship fight. More than enough time for that. It's the go. whole 25 yeah. minutes to recover, but, essentially. I mean, my God, the stalking of Adesanya till he finished him was just brutal. But that's also why I think we had fun watching that fight is you had a style against with Pajera that marched forward towards Izzy. When you have two defensive fighters is when Izzy always looks like he's in a really boring fight. Like when Yoel Romero didn't engage him at all. Even Silva wasn't that fun of a fight because Silva is also a counter striker. It's when you got Whitaker, who's Bobby Knuckles pushing forward. When you got, uh, which Jared Cannonier throws up to me. I think he had kind of enough power to make Izzy worried if he would have charged forward a little bit more. But, but he didn't because that's Izzy's game. But Pajada's big. I, he's already knocked him out twice, and that man has no fear of marching into Izzy's attacks. I think, okay, I think Izzy was winning the fight. Like, he was winning the fight, in my opinion, pretty solidly. But I don't think he would, he wasn't dominating for sure. No, definitely he, not dominating, like, but I think he edged out. I had it uh I had Izzy winning by more than a single round. I had it three one going into the fifth. Yeah, my my personal opinion, three one Izzy going yeah, into the fifth. That's fair. I but in those three, I don't think there was ever any like dominance. Like it was it wasn't close rounds, but it wasn't rounds that were like Yeah, Israel won, Israel won though. Israel blowouts. Like it was yeah. like, yeah, Izzy, Izzy probably won that round. But like the leg kicks, as you saw at the end of the fight, the leg kicks started adding up. What did Izzy say at the end? Yeah, I can't feel my, my nerve went out. And that's when he stepped back and he fell after a leg kick. I mean, he it's not like Alex wasn't doing like little chip damage throughout the fight. And maybe that's what he was setting up for because maybe he doesn't respect Izzy's power. No, I feel I feel like it, I don't feel like it's a disrespect thing. 
not a disrespect thing, but if I've already a, taken you, it. You've I, given me your best. Yeah. And so I've like, marched forward through it. Yeah, I don't which, need to, I, I not that I don't respect it, but you haven't cracked me in the you've cracked me, but you haven't cracked me in the in the spot that you need to crack me in. Uh Kyle? Yeah. Kyle? We got uh, <laughs> what do you what do you I'm just thinking, dude, I, I'm just getting real excited for Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. Cause I fucking love Gilbert Burns. Same. And dude, That's just terrifying. Gilbert Burns versus Hot. We said this last time. Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat, incredible. Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny just happened, and he <laughs> made him look like a boy. Well, you know, he's he is Gilbert's Gilbert's us. wife told him, "Listen, I don't want no banging tonight. Go out there and get a quick sub." And hey, man, he listened to his wife. He said in the uh, post fight interview, he's like, "She's a jujitsu black belt too. I'm gonna get beat up." Dude, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. He, I think he's gonna start doing a lot more of that too. Of in, in the he's been doing a lot of bangers. Hey, man, if it's still but, if it still is impressive and it still looks good, I mean, why yeah. not let Gilbert show off his submission skills? I I think he's gonna start relying on that a whole lot more in these on this run, we'll call it, because I I think. He's realized he can get most of these guys in in advantage position on the ground. He can probably finish them. See, my thing with that is I, I 100% agree. I think if Gilbert just started going out there to submit these guys, he'd probably put a lot of them away real quick. Um, Gilbert's such a fun fighter to watch. Um, I just worry, and I mean, it's nothing to worry about because at the end of the day, who gives a shit? But if he goes out there and subs Masvidal, which he 100% has the potential to do. I don't want to hear Masvidal saying, oh, I thought I signed up for, for a banger. It's like, yeah. bro, this isn't BKFC. Okay? Uh, I mean, if this guy can beat you in that way, I expect him to beat you in that way or for you to stop it. And I know people like watching Masvidal fight. They love watching Gilbert Burns fight. And Gilbert Burns is crazy. And he might toy with the idea of, fine, let me stand and bang with Masvidal, especially if Jorge drops his hands like he did against Usman. But I think, okay, you don't want it five rounds. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to push you against the cage. I'm going to beat you up. And I think Gilbert, anytime he wants, he trips that man to the floor and arm triangles him. I absolutely agree. I think that Gilbert can trade if he wants to, but I I think he's just going to go in. He's going to maybe trade for a second, shoot on him, take him down, sub him. Quick and easy. I think Gilbert's a legitimate title contender. Oh, yeah. I think he just fought Usman too early. I, yeah, well, yeah. And, I mean, like, he was the first person besides Leon to legitimately drop Kamaru Usman. Yeah. He had Usman hurt, and I don't know what was going through his head. Well, they he... were also friends. It was a little well, – I think – I, I, I Gilbert Burns just strikes me as, like, the nicest dude. So, I think if, like, you're in all cool with him, he probably has, like – I don't know. Like, he's not going to not go out there to win, but at the same time, I feel like he. I don't Like, Gilbert Burns just strikes me as, like. He seems like a nice a guy. A great fucking guy. No, <laughs> That's I, the answer to my best Burns. I agree. But, uh, I just. I think, Gilbert, if you're listening, we love you. I don't One know. Hour, I think uh, Gilbert. 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 It, I, I, that fight was really weird. Uh. Because, like, I have no doubt that, especially on top, in top position, that Gilbert would. Beat up Kamaru. Yeah, I agree. I like, think if he mounted Kamaru, Kamaru's not getting up. Yeah, and I don't think Kamaru necessarily has the jujitsu to stop Gilbert from no. passing. No, Gilbert's not going to gas. That's I what I mean. Gilbert gasses at all. No, does he look especially, tired? And, but yeah, especially that dude used to be a fifty-fiver. Yeah, like talk about somebody that was just not in the right place at all. He's excelled yeah. at seventy. Agreed. He's just. God, is Gilbert's going to be around for a long time. Gilbert's going to be the RDA of the welterweight division. Well, RDA is a welterweight. Yeah, but RDA. <laughs> no, no, agree. But, like, you know how we were, like, you know, you can go back 12 years now and you're like, oh, shit, there's RDA. Well, yeah. I remember RDA <laughs> fighting Clay Guida on the same night Shell Sonnen fought uh, Silva. Like, Zach, Zach what do you – uh, 
What do you think about that being announced? Uh, Masvidal, uh, Masvidal Burns. What is, what is your you? What do you like about that, if anything? I'm not really the biggest Masvidal fan, to be completely honest. Dude, you don't like, like Street Judas? Jesus? I like his street name. Judas. <laughs> I, street I like Street Judas better. You know what I know something? I'm going to be a little bit of a dick yeah. now, and I'm going to call Zach out because I remember one year when I asked Zach what fighter shirt he would want for Christmas, he said Tui Vasa or Masvidal. He got Tui Vasa, so no, thank I, goodness. I, no, it was Tui Vasa or Lewis. No, you said Masvidal. Did I? You did. It's okay because you got Tui Vasa, and I can stand by you that you've loved Tui Vasa for a long time. But you were riding the you were riding the Street Jesus train for a little bit. It's okay, we all were. It was fun. I think everybody was. It was fun to watch. You know, don't lie. I never said. Don't lie. You you can't not like a Cuban that dresses like Scarface, dude. I don't like you. (laughs) (laughs) That was so well. That was for your right. That was scripted. There's no way it wasn't. I have no thoughts. Cool. No. Yeah. I have yet to cool. really Thank understand you. most of this conversation. Beverage! Yeah. Um, Joe, thoughts about Masvidal Burns? Uh, I, hope yeah, I, think you're I, I love I love Burnsy, honestly. I don't, yeah, no, I don't even I know. Really, I, yeah, like, everything's, like, <laughs> yo, Grammy it's, it's a tall sour. climb, it's a, call, it's a tall order for oh. session sour. Uh, Masvidal like, to come in here and be Burns. I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah, I don't. Whether it's a sub or it's a knockout, whether he wants a ban or whether he takes to the ground, you know, does work. Um, any, anything? Anything you got? Uh, Burns going to win. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, he came out with uh, a frill. He did. He looked like he looked like Gilbert Gilbert Mars. He was Gilbert Mars, and Gilbert Mars is coming again, and he's gonna fuck some shit up. Gilbert did look like Bruno Mars in his last fight. It was yeah, he definitely. I, I'm not feeling the fro. I am. Dude, you look like you look I'm not feeling the fro. Uh, Kyle, what do you uh, what do you what do you want to roll into here? I know you had some well, thoughts. I, I I would like to talk about the fatal retirement because Lewis Lewis told me a little bit about that earlier, but I have not much knowledge on it. Love so Fedor, love, dude. I would love just uh you to walk me through like yeah, what is his that? legacy? What's so what are they setting up for? Like when is it I'll happening? Pull, so I'll pull like, up the list a- of uh, absolutely of um, Hall of Famers real quick. I got you. You know, and, and hey, I say I say this: Fedor Emelianenko, the last emperor. Not to call anybody out, but I've been watching MMA like probably longer than most people. I remember the WC Strike Force Pride, and Pride was the shit. If you were around. To truly experience and enjoy pride, you know, yeah, it has its controversies. There was definitely some fixing and fights. But when you got to those fights that were like Nogira Fedor, Mirko Krokop Fedor, Kevin Randleman Fedor, Fedor was truly, in my opinion, the first heavyweight mixed martial artist. He wasn't just a jujitsu guy. He wasn't just a striker. This guy had footlocks. He could knock you out. He was. He's a big ass Russian dude, man. That he walks around with a massive cross. Like, yeah, the, the last huge. emperor. But He's scary. he was. If if I had to truly kind of compare him to somebody, he was like watching. GSP when GSP oh, got good. I, I'm not the biggest GSP fan, but GSP was well-rounded, and Fedor was just well-rounded. And true storybook career coming to an end. He definitely, he definitely pushed it longer than he should have, but we've seen Amen. this before. Uh, I remember when he lost to Verdum in the triangle choke. It was yeah. his first loss. It, it, he had a loss on his record, but it was a doctor stoppage. He had been like 31 I think yeah. one, yeah. And then Verdum beat him, and unfortunately, we never saw him in the UFC. But it's going to be a great send off. Unfortunately, I do think Ryan Bader sleeps him again because his chin is gone. But I'm excited to see the Hall of Fame people they got in the crowd. Josh, you were talking about that earlier. Yeah, who's, who's so, in the crowd? So the the big names that most people are going to know uh, that's going to be there are uh, we got Josh Barnett. Dan Henderson, Mark Coleman, Matt Hughes, Randy Couture, Henzo Gracie, Chuck Liddell, Hoist Gracie, 
Frank Shamrock, Chael Sonnen, and my personal favorite, Rampage. Treat me like a bitch, Rashad. Treat me like a bitch, Rashad. Oh, the man Quentin, himself. Quentin Slampage Jackson. Undefeated against Doors. Yo, B.A. Barakas in the Dude, he really ruined dude. that door. I remember really that. B.A. Barakas. I actually remember so that scene. He was B.A. <laughs> he ruined was he that really? door. Was he really? Yeah. In the Liam Neeson 18 movie, Rampage Jackson played B.A. Barakas. Dude, that's yeah. solid. That's Fun, sick. Great Fun. fucking movie. That's Fun sick. Fun fact, the very first MMA game to ever... Well, maybe not the very first MMA game, but the very first like modern day MMA game to be re- released post like Xbox 360 era was ESPN MMA, which had the cover Fedor Emelianenko and Randy Couture were on the cover, and it was supposed to set up this giant fight, which actually started what started uh, the whole lawsuit against Randy Couture in the UFC because they didn't want him to have that fight. They were so mad that they could never get Fedor in the UFC. Yeah. And it was just something that never came to fruition. But if uh, you guys ever find that game, it's really fun to play. It was probably the first MMA game with super fun, like, controls. And then uh, what happens? UFC had a THQ contract. And then, of course, EA Sports comes knocking once they get big and Connor becomes famous. So we know how it works. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, is this happening? And is the Fedor retirement fight happening in Bellator? You said it's yeah. happening in Bellator. He's fighting Ryan Bader. It's, it's a promoted rematch. by uh, K One, right? No, M One Global. M One, M One, yeah. M One Global. Every time Fedor's competed as part of his contract, he's sponsored by this company, M um, One Global, which was literally the deciding factor on why, why he never came yeah. to UFC. Yeah, because UFC always said we will no never co-promote. So, what is this happening? This is happening next Saturday. week. Yeah, no, this no, Saturday. Is it this, is it this week? This Saturday, it'll be. Uh, it'll be on. I'm. I. You know, it's not. I. I know, kind of sadly, how it's gonna end. But I'm just very curious to see how Bellator treats somebody because it. It. it there needs to be a universal MMA Hall of Fame. It cannot be a UFC Hall of Fame because Dana's unfortunate, you know, beefs with people. It's going to cause people that should be in it to be left out. And I'm just really curious to see how Bellator treats this this legend who will never make it into the UFC Hall of Fame. You know, it's really crazy. I saw a tweet uh, the other day and it was like, you know, with the fact Fedor's retiring, I want to talk about some of the recent retirements that have come out of retirement. Ooh, good and he was segue. Like, but what I'm really pissed off about is the fact that the one MMA retirement that stuck was Paul Felder. And I was like, man, that hits home. I would have loved Meaning stuck how like they like never he actually is retired. Yeah. Well, like, Habib too. Well, no, I don't think anybody is fighting for him to come back. I'd much much rather. So like, is it is it more so guys that retired that people just kind of wanted to lure back? No, no, it was it was just like a tweet saying like that they were really upset that like out of all the people that have retired and come back like you know like uh, Cejudo or like oh, people never got to see where he goes yeah never never got got like, all right I got another that, yeah that Paul Felder was the one person that was like yeah I'm retired and you can tell like, and is retired like, yeah you can tell when he's calling fights sometimes where he oh he's got the itch yeah you can tell he wants to get back in there he's like oh man sometimes you know you can see him sitting next to Bisping. And Bisping, you tell, always has that itch. Like Bisping, if he still had, you know, both, if he had full vision, Bisping, I'm sure, would still be fighting now. Dude. Just like low ranks. Well, he would he... just be staying in there. And Paul got out at the right time when he still. Well, Bilal like, almost pulled him out. <laughs> fully functional, dude. So Paul, like, he still has that itch where he could. I mean, the dude does, what is it, triathlons oh. or decathlons? Like, the dude's insane. This man does, he just like, he trains for triathlons, doesn't fight anymore. Yeah, but I, I'm That's not, nuts. I'm so happy there was a job for Felder after his career. Absolutely. Because, unfortunately, some of these guys are not good on the mic, and Paul is. And I always am happy to see these guys that you're like, oh, well, cool. They don't have to go run an MMA gym for the rest of their life to 
sustain an income. Yeah. They have Amen. something, you know, and some and dudes can, blow it. They continue to be part of the sport, too. Some dudes blow it, like Chuck Liddell. Chuck Liddell literally blew a it. A cake job at the UFC. Dana was like, you're not fighting anymore. And he was like, fine, I'll go fight for De La Hoya. And, Did a whole know, bunch of his blow. job got abolished and, you know. <laughs> Leash Forest is still selling uh, Toyota tires. <laughs> official tire of the U.S. Oh yeah. Yeah, but now share a sponsorship with Jimmy John's. So and uh, love Jimmy John's. Yeah. Actually, Jersey Mike's though. So, Horribly. I think it's about that time, guys. We take a smoke break. When we come back, I think we'll touch a little bit on this weekend. Joe will have some odds for us on Lewis and Spivak. We might touch a little bit more on these future matchups, just kind of gauge. And I think we're going to touch a little bit on our early itch feelings for 284. That's going to be Islam Mahakshev versus Alexander Volkanovsky for the double champ status for Volk. So when we come back, we got some good stuff for you. We might be a little all over the place because, like I said, this will be a smoke break. Catch you guys in a bit. Yep, 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 and we're back talking about the UFC Fight Night Lewis versus Spivak. Late start to this card. It's Early be, start uh, to this card, dude. It's gonna be midnight where we are. <laughs> Sunday morning, baby. That's. That's a breakfast card right there, man. It's an early breakfast card. That's a that's a beer breakfast. I've never seen one. Uh, the card starts off with um, Yusaku Kinoshida versus Adam Fugget. Uh, this is Fugget. Fugget, dude. You know that guy thought. You know I don't know what else I'm gonna do. I, I might as well become a fighter. Fugget. Fugget. Um, this is uh, Kinoshida's first fight in the UFC. Um, he's coming off a round three TKO win on Dana White's Contender Series, uh, six and one. What season? Uh, I believe it was this past season. Um, his only loss is a DQ for fence grabbing, which is a weird, Pussy. which is like a weird what way a to have your only loss. Pussy. Um, and he's fight him. He's fighting. Uh, fuck it. Uh, second fight in the UFC. Uh, Lou, how are you seeing? Uh, yes. Yeah, right. How are you seeing this yeah. fight playing out between Kinoshita and Fugit? So, uh, Fugit, <laughs> I believe, has been in the UFC before. I don't know if he's ever really broken the glass ceiling. Fugit? Yeah, that guy. Um, We're saying the same thing. I, I, We're saying the same thing. I really don't know a whole lot about, uh, about Kinoshita, but... You know, I got to imagine coming off the contender series, this is that standard fight that some people get where it's, you know, Dana, Dana White invests <coughs> a lot when these guys go on the contender series. So I think they're favorably matched up at least the towards six the beginning. Difference. Um, but another thing I'd like to point out that, you know, kind of excites me is we are seeing like a heavy influx of the Asian fighters coming in. And not only does that excite me, the reason this one excites me is he's typically bigger than the talent we've seen. We we don't typically get a whole lot of Asian fighters that fight at the higher weight classes. Um, the obvious previous standout, if you look back in history, is someone like Yushin Okami. But if you look at like the other big name frames to come out of Asia, somebody like Shinyaoki uh duho Choi, who's also on this card um they're you know they're they're smaller fighters so we haven't seen a larger guy come out of asia which that that excites me i like seeing you got the leech dude. I, we do got the leech but even he's 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 the same weight class but again hasn't broken the ceiling i think like you, we had Waylay, but I I think we're gonna have a breakout star. I just don't know what division we're gonna have a breakout fighter from Asia come out. Um, you know, we P, uh, PFL already has it in in Rod Tang. No, that's or one. One that's FC. One, my yeah, apologies. One FC. One FC has it in Rod Tang. You know, we we didn't get the best of Kung Lee in the UFC, so. I just, I guess I, what I'm saying is I really like when these countries just start just producing fighter after fighter. It's showing our sports getting more involved. 
it's showing it's more international as well, yes. where you have, mm -hmm. uh, you get to see the, the core of most of these fighting styles is mm -hmm. that of the, yeah. the place where they came from. And then, but then they mix it in. You know, we to, had Brazil and the USA for, for most of the early UFC. Then we got the whole UK invasion, which started with Bisping. You know, then obviously Connor is still really the only successful Irish fighter, but he brought a whole nation Johnny with him. Walker. And Johnny Walker. Really underutilized and untalked about is like the whole area of like Australia and like New Zealand. They produced Tai Tuivasa, Volkanovsky. They, they, when these different countries, start showing up we truly get an understanding of who the best in the world is yeah it's it's really cool to see all them kind of mesh their fighting styles too because when mm -hmm. it first started it was more pure versus pure and now it's everybody has a mix absolutely which is super cool to see so uh, how do you who you got who you I, got and how you see it going, going i do down? i i do got uh um again i know i know if you get spin in the ufc before i can't tell you exactly how many fights nor am i going to open up my phone right now and look like an asshole but i think this is one of those set up fights set up fights for him to uh win you know just an unfortunate situation for fugit okay you know he can shut down this guy but Oh, he's still kid. far down the rankings. Yeah, this is his second year. Yeah, he's only one. And I've definitely seen his first one. Yeah, he lost. Because I'm sure we were messing around by his name. Not uh, Josh, who you got? First fight of the card. Um, I kind of want to go with, like, Kinoshita, but I don't think that fuck it guy got, like... It's I think fuck it, not fuck it. No, it's fuck it. It's fuck it. That's what I said. We're saying the same thing. Adam, we're all saying it. the same thing. F U G C K I T. No, not that. So you have Kinoshita. I want to go with Kinoshita. No, I'm just with fixing my pins. But I don't think it's like out of the realm of possibility that it goes the other way. No. Joe, taking a quick break from picking, could you give us the odds on this fight real quick? Yeah. Um, oh, you have my name. Picking your butt. Uh, Kenoshita is a heavy, heavy favorite. Minus 325 to Adam's bucket. It is a plus 270. I have Kenoshita. First round knockout. Zach, who you got and how you see it happening? I'm gonna go with Kinoshita as well. He's got a lot more of his KO power, sub power. Well, sub power is iffy, but he's got a lot of KO power. <clears throat> and he's just very deadly with striking. So You wanna call it how it's gonna happen? Uh no. Alright. Alright. Learn my of not calling it. Alright. I don't Underdog. know how it's going to end, but we're going to go with the punches yeah. here. I have uh, we got? Kinoshita by TKO in the second round. Nice, okay. I think that he's going to show up. I think he's going to look really good, and I think he is going to uh, overpower him with strikes and uh, eventually get him out of there. Uh, I'm also going to go with Kinoshita by Ooh, TKO. Um, three of his fights were all TKO. He's never been to the judges. He's, I don't like this one. He's finished every fight except when he got DQ'd. Um, so I am going to go with Kinoshita no, no, TKO. That, that fight got I finished. hope I win. I'm going out. Uh, leading us into the second fight, we got Duhu Choi versus Kyle Nelson. Uh, this is Kyle Nelson's first fight cutting down to featherweight uh, to fight Duhu Choi. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I am excited for this one, and I'm also not. We haven't seen Duhu Choi in three years, yep, he's coming off three losses. Yep, uh, you know, Duho Choi comes to fight, but when you when you look at his scale of opponents, I think his his last opponent was Charles Jordan. He's on he's on two fight losing streak. Prior to that, it was Jeremy Stevens, who's no longer in the UFC. Who the fuck also, is that? Uh, Who the fuck is that guy? But you know, I don't want to say it, but it. Feels to me like he's he's zero three. It it is do or die for Du Ho Choi to, uh, in this card. 
Now, I don't know if they're purposely giving him an opponent in Kyle Nelson that he might fare well against, but, you know, it, it's it's really a toss-up. It's not one I would bet on. Pulling for Duho, but I think he did military service. Am I wrong? Is why he was gone. I thought the same time. thing, but I, I, I never checked um, to confirm that. And the only reason I, I, I don't, I'm not quite sure is because he was never cut from the UFC. Yeah. His last three fights, again, 0-3 in the UFC. But, again, still all. His last one was six years ago. It's yeah. Six months. Wow. So, Joe brings up a good point, man. It's a long, he's, it's a long time. He's got to go out there and do something. Does that make him reckless? Does it make him hungry? I do yeah. think he's got to take some chances here. I, he, he had star power coming into the UFC, and I think a lot of people kind of forgot about him. I remember when we, we were watching the Cub Swanson fight, all uh, most of us together, man, that was a rowdy fight. What an exciting one, but doesn't mean a whole lot unless you get the W. Josh, before we get your picks, Joe, can you give us the odds on this fight and ultimately who you see? Uh, of course, of course. I got you. So, uh, Choi is actually the slight favorite here to minus 190, and uh, Kyle Nelson's the underdog at a plus 160. I think these odds probably should be closer because of the long layoff. I really don't see Choi coming back and winning. For that reason, I got to go with Kyle Nelson here. I'm going to go rooting for the dog. But this Ooh, also, this is, this is a fight that I'm probably going to stay away with. And I'm going to stick with Lou, and I'm not going to bet on this one. Josh, you got – how do you see this one playing out? Uh, I got Dugo Choi. I, I, I mean, I'm just gonna, like him. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to also go Nelson. It's, I, I would love to see Duho pull it off. But I think, like Joe said, he has not a win in six years. We haven't seen him in the octagon in three years. I think he's going to look to come out exciting because that's his style. But when you haven't fought in a while, I think he's going to gas out. And I think the other guy, I think Nelson's just going to, at that point, take control of the fight from there. We probably are going to see a great first round out of Duho Choi. It's also Kyle Nelson's first weight cut down. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but he this is his only second fight in the UFC, correct? First fight was a loss. I believe, or his Kyle last... Nelson's, he's 1-4 since his UFC debut. 1-4. His last two fights went to a decision, though. Yeah. I know that for sure. You know? Gun TKO'd a couple yeah. times. So, so it, I, I agree back. with Joe. Me and Joe TKO. are on the same page. No. I'd stay this away could from definitely this be one. a pick-em fight. And I thought it would be much closer to the honest. I believe it will be a pick-em fight. Do Choi TKO second round. Exactly. You got? I'm going to pull for Choi just because I feel like this is do or die. But I feel like that's going to make him reckless and it's going to make him vulnerable. And in the end, Nelson's going to win. So you have Nelson? I agree. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> Kyle? Uh, you... Me? Yeah. Oh, me? Uh, I have Nelson by decision. Um, no real rhyme or reason huh. behind it. Um, Dumb guess. I have Nelson by decision. <laughs> you lost, yes. dude. Fuck you. I lost, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have dude I have dude Joy by TKO in round three. So is that TK? This is gonna be a fun one, guys, because it it seems like we're all split. Um this is one of those fights that I'm gonna be going with my gut as opposed to my heart, because sometimes that gets me in trouble. But uh yeah, so what I guess Last round to it. What do we got for Choi? How many of you guys are going for Choi? I am. I'm going for Dude Choi. I am. So we got two. I got one. So we two. got three. Three, and you guys are going for Nelson. Who's your third? It's Kyle. you, Harlem, and who? Kyle. You're going for Duho? I have Dude Choi. Okay. Three so it's AM. three against four. That'll be a fun one. Now, yeah, now we get breaker. to talk about some yeah. people no, pay for some people uh, pay extra for that. We can talk about <laughs> the, the, the next one, the next fight on the card being in the heavyweight division. Veterans. Um, <clears throat> although this is <laughs> a Korea card, it was going to be in Korea. Um, Lou, as you said, not many uh, bigger fighters, especially heavyweights, uh, coming out of Asia. So for this one, we do have Marcin Taburia. Versus Blagoy Ivanov. Uh, these are some big, big dudes. Do you know what the no no contest was? 
for uh, Burrow, maybe. I don't know. Ivanova. No, yeah. Uh, I'm just curious. I do not. I, I'm not too excited for this fight. Okay. I, 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 I fight on the card. I think it's going to be slow. I think it's yeah. going to be two big guys clinching or not throwing many punches. I don't think it's going to be a, a barn burner by any means. I think it'll be. <clears throat> and I think it'll be okay. I think it'll keep you invested enough if you're into more slower paced, I guess, tactical fights. A true heavyweight bout here. But, Squabbles. but yeah. this is this is for me. I'm just gonna go right out. I have Taburi by decision, That's, and I have not much else to say about this. That's fight. also my pick is Taburi by decision. I'm yeah. gonna say Taburi by knockout. Um, both these guys are only on uh, single single wins. Uh, you know, it, it's funny because Marcin Tybera and I even uh, have been around like a long time going back to what I said earlier. They've always just been at the cusp of that heavyweight like elite because they can't put together win streaks. But if you look at their records, they they both got wins over people, at least at the time, you wouldn't have thought that they would have been. Uh, yeah, it's. I think this is just a filler fight. I don't think it really means a whole lot. I think this fight, the winner might get a heavy challenge in their next fight, and the loser might get fed an up-and-comer. Bogdan's so, going to retire after this fight. It's, you know, it's a hand toss for me. I'm going to say Marcin Tybura first round TKO because I think these guys are going to kind of just give it their all. But I think Marcin Tybura's just got a little bit of the edge of the knockout power. Um, if it goes to the ground, I might slide edge Eamon off. But again, this is just going to be a sloppy fight, I think. And I don't mean that in disrespect. This is just one of those heavyweight fights that you're hoping to God ends to in the first round, round. Yep. and that you don't, by the end of the round, end of the third round, gotta watch two guys exhausted throwing punches coming five miles an hour. Zach? Uh, I I gotta go with Tiberia by knockout, or not knockout, decision, just because I feel like, like you guys said, it's going to be slow, it's going to be sloppy, and no disrespect. Just going to be a, like, go get your what you need kind of fight, if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. So how are the odds looking on this one? Uh, not great, honestly. It's a Burrow, minus 135, and Ivanov, uh, 115. Pick em fight. It, it really is a pick em fight, but I do think this fight is going to go the distance. It's a minus 230, going to go the distance. That's a crazy odd in this fucking fight. But I have Ivanov going. It's going to be a nasty split decision. Dom? Um, I went with Ivanov um, by decision. I think the big men are just going to – they're old. They've been doing this a lot. They both have, I think, over 30 fights in their record overall. They've just been there for a while. So I think it's just two big guys going at it, like two offensive linemen on a hot summer's day. Did you make your pick earlier? Yeah, I have oh, a yeah. decision. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't – I mean, I, I mean, think, uh, I think uh, the fourth fight on the card coming in. Light heavyweight bout, baby. In the light heavyweight division, Daun Jung versus Devin Clark. Uh, Down Jung coming off and knock, getting knocked out by Dustin Jacoby. Uh, Devin Clark also getting uh, TKO'd by Azamat Mirzakhanov. Uh, Josh, how are you right. seeing? Uh, how are you seeing this fight playing out? And ultimately, who do you have? I have Down Jung. I I don't. I haven't he, really seen an upside to uh, Devin Clark in really any of his fights. Uh, He's a big dude. He's athletic. I'm sure he hits hard. But... Do you know what the tattoo on his chest is exactly? No. I do not. Uh, but I it's just don't, piece. I don't think, like, I just, I mean, I haven't seen much evolution, I guess. I mean, I, I think Dao Jung's got a pretty big upside. Uh, he knocked out your boy Kennedy. I know. That's some nasty elbows. Yeah. some nasty elbows. And I, I fucking love Kennedy, dude. That... Going off of that, just to piggyback off what you guys just said about that, is that Chaku win? Um, 
That's why it I'm is. picking him. I'm picking yeah. him just because I feel, again, both these guys are coming off knockout TKO losses, but I feel like that he's just, you know, he's going to be able to withstand a little bit more. Dong Zhang is going to be able to withstand a little bit more than Devin Clark can bring. Um, but, again, you know, I like to see the, the bigger fighters come out of Asia. I like to see the diversity, the differences. Um, but one thing that we haven't really, like, talked about a whole lot is that, yeah, we know this card's late. But if you go out, like, look at the record, typically, out of all the countries, the, when they do, like, predominantly Asian cards, like, some of the fighters don't do well. So, I don't know if it's first fight jitters, if it's the long travel that they have to take. I'm not sure. I think it's going to affect someone tonight. Devin Clark is, for some reason, giving me that feeling that he could do it. But this uh, Zhang is good. But the fights they're, in they're both good. No, I agree with that. I'm just typically if you look, yeah. if you look at the like of the cards. when there are predominantly Asia, like if you look at the UK card when Patty and Aspinall were on there, UK did awesome. Like they won UK fighters most of their fights. For some reason, Rio for the Brazilians and. The Asian fighters, when it's heavy stacked on the card, they don't do well. And I'm hoping that's different because a lot of these guys show a lot of really good potential. Just one of those crazy odds that I like to throw out there because I'm one of those people that I feel like so many things affect fights. You know, travel, first fight jitters. You know, it's not like the Contender Series. Contender Series is a good start, but the Contender Series is also not the UFC. So who do you have? Uh, how do you see it playing? I'm going to say Devin Clark just to play again devil's advocate. I don't. I think Devin <coughs> Clark. I think it's going to be a decision. I don't think we might see some good moments out of Zhang, but I think Devin Clark's going to edge him. I right. just do. I think Devin Clark's going to edge him because he's more aggressive than somebody like in Zachiku. And I think he has a slight advantage. Watch your fucking mouth. Watch your mouth, Mr. Tech, what you got? Uh, I got Jung. I think he's going to knock him out in the second round. All right. Dom? I, too, have Jung by knockout. All right. Joe, what do we got for odds on this one, buddy? Uh, Jung, heavy favorite. Minus 240. Devin Clark at plus 200. I don't see this fight going any other way besides Jung getting the knockout. It's going to be early. Early. I, I'm with you boys on the Jung train. I am also a down Jung, but I have down Jung by decision. I think it will go the distance. Um, but I do also have down Jung. Unfortunately, I have to be on the same train as Lou. <laughs> nice. That's called the hoe train. It sure is. I don't like riding it very often. I have, yeah, I have That's decision. not what I heard. Yeah. Hmm? Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen. We have one fight, one final fight to talk about is the main event, but we will do that after a short break. All right, ready, Joe? All right, Joe, ready? All right, ready, Joe? All right, ready, Joe? Three, Joe, Joe, you ready? Two, Joe, one. it's time. Hit Go. it. Quiet on the set, please. Three. Dog shit. Joe, you've you now suck. wasted 10 seconds of your time. Three. Big whoop. We're Bro. here. We're about and to here we are. Son of a bitch. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Hey. hey. What's going on? What's poppin'? Brand new with. Don't sound too excited over there. Hey, we're about to talk about this main event, shall we? What is the main event? What we got? Start us off with these odds. Lewis. Derek Lewis, a plus 190 underdog versus... You got it. Sergey Spivak. Spivak. There's, there's no T. The motherfucking Wait, correct me if I'm wrong. If Derek Lewis gets knocked out, doesn't he go two and zero or zero and two against two Sergeys in a row? Didn't he yeah. just lose yeah. to another yeah. Sergey? Pavlovich is a monster. But that's that was a favorite. bad stop. <laughs> oh, agreed. That Plus was a bad back to back Sergeys. Minus two twenty five. But I don't think that the. But we're riding with D. Lou. Slammed it down. 
All right. Wait, real quick. Uh, before we get at... into our picks for this one, Swim D. Someone Lou. in this group had pitched the idea when it was it's the Black Beast versus the Polar Bear. And someone had pitched the idea for the fight poster. Pavlovich is the polar bear, though. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. I thought it was. So yeah. was it the last one? It was the last one, okay. yeah. But it's so cool, me. regardless. I believe it was you and me talking about it. Sorry, I mean, no, sorry, I kind of no, you're good. No, no, no. <laughs> thank you for, you know, thank you for stopping. Me. I mean, if the, the UFC like, wasn't worried fight. about some uh, some possible backlash, that would yeah. be a real cool poster. That would. <laughs> no, it would have been yeah. sweet. I just yeah, yeah you like know, Derek, Derek Lewis lost to Derek Lewis with all black background, glowing like yellow eyes versus like. Uh, Spivak and all white background with like blue eyes, like blue some, red shit, eyes. Yeah. some shit out of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like it would have been cool. And like deep in the, it would have like been cool. And I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I don't think it's racist. Derek Lewis is the Black Beast. And my God, cool. if you don't Derek, love Derek Lewis, you are a fucking racist. Derek Lewis is coming off his last three losses, and two of those were. Bad. Those were he got hurt. Bad. Yes. Cyril gone kind of dismantled him, mainly to the body. He had to dude, he, he did not get dismantled. He had to boo-boo. Yeah. I just sure. had to shit. That's, that's, yeah, after getting kicked. Yeah, dude, he didn't want to. He didn't want to shit on that one. Dude, he didn't want to shit it on himself either. Dude, man. He also got knocked out by Ty with vicious elbows. That that was surprising. It's that was one man. of the most surprising. I'm pretty sure upsets. that was the fight that solidified me as a Thai fan. I did a shoey that night. You did. Um, I was there. Your girlfriend got I, mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We'll say this now. And you recorded, did it, so everyone can hold me. Yeah, and I was gonna do it anyway. That's a if tall... Ty ever wins a championship, I will. I do feel a like shoey. you just don't want to do a shoey. <laughs> if you really wanted to do it, or we're like a tie fan, you... I was about to say, was that shit like a tie shoey? <laughs> like you, you'd, you'd really, you'd, you know, like you have to look at his career trajectory as of right now, and that title is looking. Mighty far away, my yeah, man. especially with Aspinall, as is the Pavlovich uh, looking. I mean, you know, I would, I would take a compromise and be like, yo, his next knockout, I'll do a shoey, but like, that's a real fan. Look, I'm, I'm just, glad you I'm brought up saying, Tom Aspinall because <laughs> Spivak's last loss was to Tom Aspinall, ripped Tom's leg. You hate to see literally it, literally ripped it. Um, <laughs> but last year, Spivak coming off two TKO wins. Last year, I think that this one is going to be another one. I have Spivak by TKO. I think that Derek Lewis, he he might be there. You know, Josh is thinking he's going to cut down to two hundred five potentially. I, I don't know about if all he, that, but I'm saying looks, what he, he looks, looks nice. Calling him out. You know, no, I'm no, just no, saying. No. There's it, nothing. No, he it, looks he's not good. saying he's definitely going to do it. Yeah, but, but he looks good. He looks like really he's getting good. back into better shape. That's what I'm saying. So. And he's not really going anywhere at heavyweight. And I don't think this is going to help him at all. See, my my not to cut you off. My my whole thing is I love to see Derek Lewis in such great shape. Derek Lewis is also one of those guys that we we don't understand how many fights he actually fought where he wasn't a hundred percent. But these heavyweight fights they don't always go very long, and when you're Derek Lewis, they especially don't go very long. So he strikes me as one of those guys that, like, because Derek Lewis really did start from nothing and work his way up as to what he's become the fan favorite now. And he he definitely took some of those fights injured. I, I don't know if this recent super fitness Derek Lewis, I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make. I would like to think it makes a difference in his cardio, but at the same time, when you've had as much injuries as he's had, and when you've already been in the game as long as he had, these dramatic changes in lifestyle, I don't know. They they could truly go both beneficial yeah, or bad. The, look at Aldo. Frankie, Aldo. Dom, what you got in the main event? Uh, I have... Uh, Spivak by TKO. He's taking him to the ground. Yeah. Zach? I'm always going to go with Derek Lewis by knockout. 
I mean, never been. That's <laughs> that's literally always yeah. Uh, he's he the great equalizer. He comes mm-hmm. for he comes for swinging and banging only. So you got Lou. I'm I'm gonna take Derek Lewis. Now my stance on this is that personally, I feel if it was anybody slightly better than Sergey Spivak, he'd be in a lot more trouble. But because now Sergey Spivak's not bad, he's in the top ten, I believe. Um, but I because I believe it's Sergey Spivak who hasn't, you know, going back to my same old saying, he's broken that ceiling. I think Derek Lewis will take him, and I think he'll take him. He'll knock him out within two. The next fight is, and not looking past Spivak because it could happen, but the next fight for Derek Lewis is the one I'm more interested in. Interested to see how he comes out for this fight. Wish his quality of opponent was better, but with what Pavlich did to him, you know, we also got to question if his chin's still in the game between losing to, to God, Ty, and Sergey. So hopefully he passes Spivak, and hopefully, like, this is one of those beneficial changes in body type because it's not always beneficial. Uh, Harlow? I have Mr. Lewis. He's looking freaking my fan lately. Wait, what do you got, Judge? Uh, I have Spivak by TKO. I mean, like, Derek Lewis, like we said, swinging and banging. That's, I mean, that's, if you're not, then it's not really a Derek Lewis fight. Uh, Would you argue he draws them into that kind of fight? Well, See, yeah, because when you crack somebody like that. He you draws them into that fight, but there's a, there, to me, there's a distinct difference between drawing somebody like Gon into that fight, who Gon's more sound of mind that he's like, eh, I might not want to enter that game. I'll stay my distance, pop you, versus somebody like Ty. Nine out of ten times, he beats a situation where he lures them in like a Tai to Ivasa. However, I think he underestimated Tai to Ivasa maybe a little bit. I mean, eight out of ten times, he did the same thing with uh, Popovich and got beaten that one too. I know it was a terrible yeah, Popovich. Yeah, yeah, that, that's true. He did do it against Pavlovich, but I thought he was starting his race. I thought it was to me, either one of two things. Either Pavlovich is really, really good, or Derek Lewis had a really bad game plan. I don't know, man. I think D. Lou's getting a little old. He might be. That's he's, a good argument. He's old, and he's also had a lot of fights, like you said before. Yeah, which is why I don't like this dramatic lifestyle change now. It could absolutely be a resurgence, but I've seen it more times than not that it doesn't work out that way. Yeah. You know, you said uh, you don't like that for Derek Lewis, but what I like, Lou, is UFC 284. Ooh, that's what I like. You, and it's coming up you get know, my eight, nipples all two hard. weeks, 10 days. 10 days. Oh. And it is headlined by Islam Makashev. Versus Ooh. Alexander Volkanovsky for that 155-pound undisputed oh, lightweight. And pound pound. they say that this is for the pound-for-pound pound rankings. They don't get to decide that. They don't decide what that. the fuck it is for that. I'll argue that since John Jones is now officially back, he's back at his go-pound-for-pound pound number one status. I love Volkanovsky. Disagree. I think he has to fight before you can say that. Is that because of the, the layoff? Just because he has yeah. to – just. Like you said, he has to Mine's fight hideous. before he can. That's fair. But before we obviously get into we're we're still miles away from Jones versus God. Like Colin said, we are less than two weeks away. UFC 284. My God, it is. We're either gonna leave that card saying Islam is gonna be hard to beat, or we're gonna be leaving that card saying Bulk is one of the best of all time going to be one or the other because even though Volk is small like Colin knows this I think everybody here knows this his only loss is at, at 170 pounds which is a whole weight class higher now I know these Dagestanians are, are strong you you've got to have a strong grip to choke out Charles Oliveira to get him to tap that fast I'm not knocking Charles all I'm taking away from that fight is that guy that guy's 
squeeze strength has to be fucking intense. Now, Volk survived against Ortega. But it's not the same kind of jujitsu. But I also think Volk might be one of those crazy fuckers that if he loses we in that type of fashion, we might see Volk go to sleep. I think Volk taps armbar-wise, any type of that, submission-wise, because you're dumb not to. But if Volk gets trapped in an arm triangle, we might see Volk go to sleep. I believe that. <laughs> yeah, not only... It's a stubborn motherfucker. Not, and not only Islam and Volkanovski on that card, there's also the interim featherweight championship, Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. And the, the fight leading to that is also uh, a welterweight fucking banger. Jack Del Maddalena, the UFC's rookie of the year last year, versus Randy Rudeboy Brown. And the top three fights of this card are just so much to look forward to. They're great matchups. Can I make a side comment on Jack yeah. Della Maddalena? Absolutely. I, I, I like Jack a lot, but I hope to God they keep Hans out at 70 and Bo Nickel far away from him. Because while Jack Maddalena's fucking boxing is barring on the guy's a boxing champion, that's going to be the fight that's going to really either show us or not show us. And I, I think, unfortunately, he's just a dude that gets taken down. So I'm hoping they, they, they let us build him a little bit longer. Jack Sorry. versus Bo Nickel? Yeah, Jack versus any highly wrestler. Because yeah. he, he is a stereotypical boxer. Him versus Driscus would be a good fight. That would be a fun one. Isn't Driscus at middleweight? He, so is Jack. Jack's Jack. at welterweight. Oh, Jack's at welterweight. My yeah. apologies. No, it's all right. I, I think that you're right, though. They don't want to put Jack against someone heavy wrestling. No. They want to. Uh, not against a Bilal Muhammad. No, I, I think, you know, for lack of a better term, I think they want to, you know, milk this cow a little bit longer, especially yeah. since they're going to London more. They're they're trying to get more fights promoted around where they can center it around English fighters like they do. Um, they want to keep Jack well fed. We'll yeah, God, absolutely. No. And they're trying to keep those. Aussie fans, you know, satisfied. But, but you know, I, I know, Cal, that you're excited about the co-main event. In a weird way, I think we all are. But, like, I just like to go around the room. You know, these are not our final picks, ladies and gentlemen. There is still UFC countdowns to come out. There's weigh-ins. There's embedded series. There's a whole lot of things that could happen between now and February 11th. So, as it stands right now, if nothing changes, guys, you don't even have to pick me a winner. Just kind of for that main event, like, tell me tell me the feeling that you're getting. Like, what do you think is going to be impactful? What do you think is going to be significant? Is Habib not being there going to play a factor? Let me pick your guys' brains. Josh, what do you – or Zach, Josh, what do you guys got? I think Habib not being there might – yeah, it might be like, okay, I don't have everyone in my corner that I usually have. He's fought without Habib before. Has he? Yes. Oh. Well, his last little couple fights, I think, right? Well, so, yeah, go yeah. off of that. Like, Josh, what do you think is going to be a significant part of that fight? What are things that we have to think about? We're two weeks out. What are factors that we have to think about leading into this fight? That Islam's gonna win. <laughs> oh, you're just playing in straight to the point, man. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Islam is gonna be far too much pressure for both. Islam's been knocked out. Cool. <laughs> and Glacian Tebow arguably beat Habib. Yeah, no, I agree with that, but I mean what is that? That that's that's it, it's showing it's gonna the right person's gonna come along. Unfortunately, Habib's retired, but the right person's going to come along that's just going to have this style to beat these Dagestanis. And the crazy thing is, the way MMA works is he might lose to somebody that the Dagestanis smoke. But MMA math never adds up. You know? Could be. Could, I think, I think just for the record, Harlem's Polish, so that cannot be uh, – <laughs> 
Grinder I think that uh, Volk <laughs> is going to yeah. be an interesting challenge for Islam. I think that if he builds the weight up correctly, which he can, I mean, the dude can bulk out to much more than that. If he keeps the same gas tank he has at 45, I could see this one go into decision, and I could see him edging it out. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I don't think either of them have an idea of how strong the other one is. I agree. I like it's, that statement. It's tough to, um, to know what the 155-pound champ strength is versus the 145. When he goes up to 155, does his power increase? Does his speed deteriorate, which is one of Volkanovski's biggest weapons, is his ability to stick and move, is to kind of move around, you know, throw some leg kicks here and there. I, I just – I think Alexander Volkanovski will become the double champ, mm -hmm. and I – Fucking hope that happens so much. Pull a stamp so on. So much. Send it out. Bulk. Bulk. If if Bulk wins, Jump man, here. I'm gonna do a fucking backflip and probably hurt myself because I can't do a backflip. I'll catch you. We'll spot you. We got you. Yeah, we got you. I'll have nine one one on speed dial. There we go. I won't mind. <laughs> Joe, Actually, yeah, I'll just what, what, what are you thinking? You got the odds. The I do got the odds, odds for us. It's kind of one-sided, honestly. Uh, Islam is a heavy favorite at a minus 390. And Volkanovski coming in at a big underdog, plus 320. So let me ask you this, Joe, because Colin posed this question earlier. If, if you are feeling anything we said, if you were a Volkanovski fan and you think he's going to be the kryptonite Joe, like, should they make their bet now, or do you like? How do you think the line's gonna shift? So I do it, think it could go different ways. I got you. So I do think this odd will change just a little bit. It'll probably even up a little bit more, coming around to that two week margin. Uh, honestly, if you're you're a Volk fan, you're loving this this three twenty right now, and I would pound it because that's what we're going for. Volk's gonna get the double champ belt. He's gonna you know the pound for pound status. He's gonna get it. He's already so, got it. Oh, damn. No, he's, he, he is one right now. The oh, excuse me. Yes, he's going to defend that. Yeah. Also get another belt to him. Plus 320. Just, just, just out of curiosity, it. can you tell me what if they have them available? What are the odds of bulk submitting Islam? Oh, yeah, of course. Plus 780. It's Jeez, it, it's probably intense. But could you imagine? That would That'd be some shit. Wild. I think Islam would go out before he taps out. We don't have those odds. I'm so sorry. We we're, don't. We're, we're it's, far. It's yeah, just just money line right now. Excess, existential. All right. Well, DT, hearing everything you heard. Yeah, I've not even looked at this card once. Uh, that's way too far in advance for someone, at my knowledge, the sport. Um, but based well, on those odds and what I've heard, uh, I'm hammering bulk. Uh, feels like you'd be a good payday uh, in the gambling department. So I will be hammering bulk. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so you lost. <laughs> so did you. I, I I'm gonna go out of limb and but and bust uh, the Chiefs balls here a little bit. If Alexander Volkanovsky wins on February 11th, I will be yelling at the top of my lungs. The champ has a name, and Don't it's care. Alexander Volkanovsky. Yeah, remember the last time you yelled that about like Justin Gaethje and <laughs> Justin Poirier and see you at the top, Michael Chandler. Yeah, we all remember who yeah, actually won this fight. Listen, the listen, has a real name. Listen, Michael Chandler might so Islam And he, Michael Chandler, will never be a champion in the UFC. I, I, I unfortunately agree with you. With that, uh, I think we're gonna get out of here. I love you, Iron Mike. Uh, I do like Michael Chandler, but yeah, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, you know. Make sure back, you come back next come week back for next UFC Two Eighty Four. We'll be way more in depth. Peace out.